Am I the last person? Um, am I the last person on the planet of the face of the planet to not have installed an AI thing? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't install an AI thing. I just visit one in my web browser a lot. Okay, all right. Well, I don't even done that. I did install one of those art things because I was just curious. And man, then I was reading in like a, one of the other Discord communities I'm in where like everybody is super down on AI art. And I get it. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yep. I take what you're saying. It. But at the same time, I do think people get like just really, <laughs> really angry about yeah. this in ways that like I, I <laughs> and again, as somebody who knows about, about technology, but also I guess, you know, I'm not a, I'm, this is going to come as a shock to you guys. I'm not a computer scientist. Uh, let's play one mm-hmm. on this podcast. Cool podcast has been a lie <laughs> yeah that's right 400 odd episodes in this is what we tell people <laughs> ah, this is how i find out no, you tell me really kaiser soze to you here um <laughs> that's uh, this doesn't work anymore <laughs> my I, name is bob I turn, monitor i turn around and there's like there's a wall with like mac and tim <laughs> cook and <laughs> am apple i right watch apple watches amazon prime uh <laughs> prime day <laughs> but the idea of like people are like training this stuff on copyright materials is problematic and I understand that, but at the same time, I I sit there thinking like, well, how does anybody learn to draw? It's like saying the people who draw, you know, by tracing comics, right? Which is definitely a way people learn to draw and stuff like that. Oh, that's copyright. You shouldn't be able to do that. I get it. Like, you know, if you're then turning around and trying to sell that for a profit, (laughs) sure, I'm with you. But, you know, I think there's also cases. (laughs) That's basically how I make (laughs) t-shirts. I wasn't going to say it. So what if you could just make an AI do that, John? I guess should we replace I know, you? Right, then your, I'd be out of a job. job. Out. Your plagiarism <laughs> job is really gone. Replace with a new plagiarism it's job. It's not really much of a job. Let's <laughs> let's be clear about that. I don't know. It's so all this strikes me as like you know, it's one thing to be the person creating these programs and like sort of trying to come up with ways to create algorithms and machine learning, whatever. I guess it's another thing to turn it into a product. So is that where the line is? I don't know. I, yeah, it's, t- I mean, it's what art is, right? Like artists also emulate things that they've seen from other artists and all those, but I get that it's different when it's a robot and that it's using like, in some, like in, in general, it's not like taking something else and using it directly. It's not a one-to-one, but when you're looking at the text AIs, you can see like it's, uh, it's clearly learning from people, which is why a lot of it sounds like it's written poorly. <laughs> Because most people don't write that well. Because <laughs> people are terrible, yeah. But man, it's, yeah. I, I It is a slippery slope, and I don't know what the right answer is on any of it. But you can't uh, put the genie back in the bottle. It's fun to it's out. play with. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, you know, deal with it and try to figure out how... Welcome to the robot apocalypse. Yeah, yeah deal with it, you jerks. <laughs> I feel like I'm coming off much angrier uh, than I would otherwise. Uh, I mean, as long as these things don't start writing science fiction novels, I'm fine. Yeah, I was going to say, and what happens when this podcast gets replaced by (laughs) three AIs? This podcast is too dumb to get replaced by AIs. Talking about Prime Day. Let's let's all agree about that. (laughs) Anyways, good show today, everybody. So that's good, right? I mean, we're uh, we're not original in our... Right, let's we just can't say, be let's just say we're original. How about that? Unique, <laughs> leave it at that. Let's not say why we're original. Are we unique? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I I did ask the AI to script a podcast with three dumb guys talking about technology. 
Uh, so if you guys want to do a little scene work. Oh, man. Lex, are you, are you having us replaced on the air? Is that what's happening? He is. Yeah. I, I'm not going to have us read all of this, but... Well, Steve, I just got this new phone, and it's got all these cool features. Oh, yeah, I've got that phone, too. It's got a really big screen, and it's really fast. Yeah, and it's got this cool thing where you can unlock it with your face. Oh, yeah, that's called facial recognition. It's very cool. <laughs> that's literally this podcast. Damn yeah. it. It's uncanny. Bleep bloop. It goes and goes yeah. and goes. It is, it is a lot. Wow. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we've covered all of technology. Oh, wait. Okay. We didn't talk about karaoke or app store pricing. Oh, man. That's right. Yeah, they fixed the App Store, uh-huh. huh? Finally. <laughs> About time. Yeah. Um, I have always wanted to price offer a five cents. Yeah, I want a twenty nine cent app is what I'm really looking for. Yeah. hmm That that'll make that'll make everything better. Yeah, does this make if anything the, if better that pricing, or is everything worse? <laughs> if that pricing applies to IAP too, that's interesting to me. Right? Like if I can if I can use my same Twitter solution, yeah. right? If I can say you have to pay twenty nine cents <laughs> to be able to use the app, it still weeds out a lot of spammers, I feel like. I do really enjoy when they put out like press releases like this because you it is Apple at its most oblivious, right? Where it's like, we've heard you, we're listening, and now you can release apps at <laughs> twenty nine cents. You don't care about, you know, like, and everyone's like, yeah. you, know, you get on the edge mm-hmm. of your seat, like, oh, they they heard us about that thirty percent cut. I mean, They're lowering that. Fine, right? It's fine. Uh, you know, but, I, you know that twenty nine cents is still getting thirty percent of that still going to Apple, so. Mm. Yeah, I mean that that race to the bottom. Remember, like when we thought race to the bottom at ninety nine cents, like you know, oh, that's pretty right. bad. But now we're racing down to twenty nine cents. I think that's who's gonna pay. So if you didn't see the story, well, first of all, where were you? It's the biggest story in technology this week. But uh, <laughs> Apple announced billions of different price points that you can use. You can even charge up to ten thousand dollars <laughs> if you get Apple's approval. Oh um, wow! So no, I am rich app going for ten thousand dollars. Exactly. I think that's the idea. I can't imagine paying ten thousand dollars for any app. Ever no. in my life, but what do I? It would have, have to be the questions. I assume it's a. <laughs> I assume it would have to be a business thing. Like, I don't even know what you pay ten thousand dollars for at a business. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, I can't imagine what it would be. <laughs> I think I do think the ability to do stuff. Uh, the other thing they mentioned there was the ability to price stuff differently in different regions, um, which I think is probably beneficial to most people. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's still having done that for like. Um, when I sold some ebooks in the Apple bookstore, they do let you like go through each region and choose a specific price, but you can also just be like, you know, take my price and put it in the nearest price in that, you know, in this other country, which is you know, who I'm not going to spend the time in most cases going through and being like, Ooh, what am I going to charge in Indonesia? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So what are things like in Indonesia? Well, uh, not great, John. Mm. Oh, <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry picked it because of i, I saw a, story, find a new out. story about it this morning <laughs> oh let's let that go uh i want to mention by the way that this episode is brought to you by rebound prime uh listener billow did reach out and he's like i've advertised on the show before you should let me advertise on the show again and i'm like no you've already supported us on rebound prime you're so nice don't just give us money to talk about how great you are billow and now i'm doing it for free so you win right. again so there f- sneaky fucking fox <laughs> that'll show you god we, damn it Billow. should we have a higher tier where if you pay that we will just talk about how great you are <laughs> what would we price yes. that at dan ten thousand dollars john <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah so if, seriously though if you're interested in rebound prime go to prime.reboundcast.com you'll see all the info you get all the bonuses you know what they are bonus episodes 
uh, bootlegs, join our Discord, submit questions that we answer on this very podcast, the work, get all these things, and probably more. I don't know. It's fine. You should do it. <laughs> You're going to love it. Wow, Lex wow. really phoning it in today. Yeah, really. Well, Dan, I have a lot on my mind. <laughs> Segway. You, you want to talk? You want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll mention briefly that uh, sure. at the end of the year, I will no longer be uh, uh, working for Amazon full time. So get ready for a lot of Amazon product reviews coming uh, <laughs> this winter. They're um, uh, the rebound. They're two day shipping you right and, out of there, huh? And do you, you want to do you you want to talk more about that? Like, because <laughs> you you were not part of a layoff. Let's let's no, just say I, I I I'm you know my whole career has been working at startups that get acquired. And then it's like, how long can I hack it at the giant company? And the like, I, I have not been wronged, but I just, I, I don't belong to giant companies, right? That's not for me. Um, so I'm going to be going into, for the first time, I'm going to do a full time, uh, my own thing. I've done my own thing like as a side hustle and I've done startups with other people. And this time I'm just doing my own thing. And I'll talk about that more later. But if you want to peek at what I'm doing, go to lexfriedman.com slash consulting, the sponsor of this episode. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to do full-time <laughs> consulting for folks. It'll be fun. Lex, uh, um, is this a good time to pay, mention to you that, that this podcast has been acquired by Apple and we all now work mm. Apple. Uh, I quit. Okay. I quit podcasting. Okay. I quit everything. <laughs> <laughs> Not quietly either. Loud quitting. Does Apple yeah. does Apple own your daily Lex now too? Because that would be terrible <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah. Now your daily Tim. I would Good like morning. to uh, also. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you about my day. Uh, I would like to acknowledge when uh, Apple put out its podcasts of the year, whatever. I texted Apple PR person, Apple Podcast PR person Zach Khan, and said, "I cannot believe Rebound didn't make the cut," and he responded with the "ha ha reaction." So. <laughs> Now wow. You know. <laughs> mm. Brutal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. <laughs> we love that guy. He listens. Uh the um he didn't say it was off the record when he ha just to be clear. Um <laughs> but thing. uh we mentioned that people uh who subscribe to Rebound Prime can submit questions and boy howdy did they. We got a lot of questions, don't we? Questions. And there's some that you don't even know about because they went to the email. What? Um ifix.cz says, would you agree that the lack of car play means Tesla hates free speech? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. That seems likely. There was a, there was a, the, the Apple car thing, just, just because, uh, oh, right, today they, right. They're going to put the a steering wheel in. Rumor, Apple pedals. car project scaled back and delayed, won't feature full self-driving capabilities. I like that they say it yeah. incre- it's going to yeah, have pedals because that makes me think of like, uh, you know, those old car, those oh, old toy cars you would flowers. pedal around. Sure. Yeah. yeah that mm-hmm. sounds great. I mean, that's, that's green energy right there. Yeah. And you got a kid. I know. So there we go. Yeah. yeah it's like a mm-hmm. little horsepower motor right there. Well, yeah, it's a little, you know, I think Kank's a little old for that now, but. Oh, no. I, I think that's a good, that's a good. I'm not. That's a good job. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd probably buy an Apple car. <laughs> I've, I, if anybody wants to use Tesla, uh, DM mm-hmm. me, um, just not on Twitter. Um, <laughs> listener Dan, who I assume is not Dan Morin, says, with your decreased use of Twitter, has your anxiety slash, slash stress levels also decreased, or has your overall quality of life increased with reduced access to Twitter? Mm. That's a good question. Um, I don't know, Lex, you, you're the one who's most off. <laughs> you're like enforced <laughs> off Twitter. <laughs> I am enforced off Twitter. Um I've thought about this question a lot since it arrived yesterday at 1040 in the morning, my time. I I don't think Twitter was a direct cause of anxiety or stress for me to begin with because I had a carefully curated list. I did follow news on it and read about things, but I typically like seeing horrible things that, you know, are happening in the world or that 
people who I disagree with, not just disagree with lightly, but disagree with vehemently politically seeing what they're doing. I mean, yes, it does give me some agita, but I hate not knowing. I feel much better knowing so I can think about it and prepare. Like I'd rather know the thing and be ready. So I don't feel like Twitter caused me stress. I The stress I have felt post-Twitter is more like, what don't I know is happening? Uh, so I did eventually, I think I mentioned this last week or I told you, I don't remember, but I, I, I recreated some of my follow list on my not canceled Lex Freagles account. I made sure that my Lex Freagles account also tweeted, fuck Elon Musk and fuck Donald <laughs> yeah. Trump. I added Kanye to that list. Uh, but... Um, so, and I, but it's just for reading, right? So I, I, I now feel like I'm still connected, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still a big fan of Mastodon and trying to find the right news sources to follow there, because uh, I, I would love to not have two different timelines that I'm checking on. That seems yeah. like a disaster. But so I, I don't think it had an impact. Uh, actually, here's the thing: like, I love, um, I love tweeting to an audience, right? I love to have a post that goes out there and can get a bajillion likes. And Maltz, you talked about how like you kind of, you yeah. miss apps that don't notify you about boosts or favorites uh, on the Mastodon side. And I think that my, you know, thousands odd Mastodon followers um, are more engaged than my mm. 10,000 something Twitter followers once were. Cause I think more of them are real yep, <laughs> and still sure. active. Um, but I, I think I miss that. So I think I have some stress of, am I wasting my great jokes on Mastodon? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I found the feedback pretty good. I've, yeah. I've gotten a fair number of, I mean, and I don't have notifications turned on to the point where like my phone doesn't buzz when I get a like or something like that. I will go right. periodically throughout the day. I will go and check and see, you know, what's going on. But, um, I don't, I don't have it sent to me cause that would drive me bananas. Instead it injects um, a small amount of amphetamines into his uh, system endorphins. every time. I get, I get <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know if I don't know that my stress level has gone down that much again. Yeah, because I mostly had tried to like shut off the people who were causing me stress before that. And I still do check in on Twitter from time to time. Um, so uh, if it was causing me stress, it probably still would be. Although I have unfollowed a lot of people on Twitter. So my my uh, feed is pretty minimal at this point. Um, the thing that I noticed, which I think is funny, it seems like most of the people who post stuff about, oh my God, look what, you know, these horrible people are doing have moved to post. <laughs> well, that's easy to avoid then. <laughs> which I find very amusing. It just, it just seems like all of the people who are um, constantly in an uproar about every single political thing that happens uh, are now on post. So it's nice to have them in a separate area. <laughs> I've I've really mainly only been... I'm like retweeting some stuff and replying to people on Twitter, but I haven't really like posted anything in a while. And I'm only sort of glancing at it infrequently. Um, But I'm like, like, I don't think it caused me a huge amount of stress unless there was like, you know, one of those days where it's like something, you know, somebody's become the main character today. And then it's like, oh boy. I mean, two, two, two to six years ago, it caused me lots of stress, but (laughs) that was not necessarily one thing that that I've noticed than. It, it, this makes sense, and I, I think this is going to potentially – what I'm about to say has the risk of sounding judgy, and I truly don't mean it that way. I think that um, the less famous of us are likelier to be comfortable leaving Twitter and going to Mastodon than the more famous, mm, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, if you've already built – you know, Jason Snell or John Gruber, who are both like trying Mastodon and testing the waters there, but they have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers on on Twitter and I can get that's hard to walk away from. I mean, for me, it was easy to walk away from 10,000 cause I was given no choice, <laughs> but, but you were but, shown the door. Um, I have this new thing that I can't tweet about anyway. So the, um, 
But like, I totally get that, right? If you have a big and especially a big and engaged audience there, like moving to Mastodon where you'd be starting over feels tough. Like that feels burdensome. So I, I get why not everybody's making that leap. But I certainly, I think I mentioned this last week too, but it, it does feel like Mastodon is continuing to to start pushing over that edge. And if, if the trend continues, I would imagine in a couple of months, I'd be maybe less, I'd be okay just shutting my Twitter app completely and deleting it from my doc. There's a couple of things of Mastodon yeah. that do like still irk me a little bit. Like there was one, the other, it's, I think, and not just, um, you know, technologically, but like people talking about like, oh man, if your feed's too empty, you're not using Mastodon, right? And I was like, fuck you. I don't want that many people. Like, they're like, oh, if you haven't seen anything in like the last half an hour, it's because you're not following the right number. Yeah. Of people. I was no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm following exactly who I want to follow. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I'm very close to muting the word Mastodon on Mastodon. Very close. I'm not there yet, <laughs> would but that, I'm very close. Would that block people who have Mastodon in their instance name? That's the goal. I want to get rid of you too. Okay, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, listener E-Man says, <laughs> Jesus, this one I did not read that time. Considering Lex's relationship with Elon Musk, has he installed the Tesla full self-driving beta in his cars yet? This is the MIT Lex Fridman podcast, right? Uh, it is not that podcast. I'm worried uh, that if I Lex installed. installs the full auto-driving thing, it will try to kill him. <laughs> Oh, I, I do have it installed, and I fully assume it will try to kill me at some point. I mean, it has. I mean, specifically <laughs> you. Like, I assume it's wired up to the Twitter ban, right? And it's like, suspend yeah. you from Twitter, oh, crash true. your yeah. Tesla. Probably is, probably is now. Yeah, Elon's, Elon's <laughs> just going to send you into a ditch. Mm-hmm. I do use it sometimes. Um, it is sometimes great, and sometimes whatever the opposite of great is. Very, very terrible. I feel like bad, that is not a performance bad. that I really want from my car, is sometimes great <laughs> yeah. and sometimes terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find it I, interesting, though, that Apple is just kind of giving up on, you know, we're not doing self-driving. I, I mean, John, there's... <laughs> I mean, at least to begin with. I'm sure they probably haven't given up on it completely, but it's just like, it's like, man, we're going to do this self-driving car, and we're going to do it in four years, like, ten years later. John, no, I, we're not I'm not even that. sure they're ever going to make a car at this point. This is, I mean, come yeah. on. It's, this is, okay, all right, you want to you wanna put a bet on this table? What happens first? Does Apple come out with a car? Or does the government actually enact the real ID mandate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the real ID. I, you know what? First. I'm not sure. <laughs> that yeah. Actually kind of iffy. I'm still so mad about that. I, I, I did drive far to get a real ID appointment and had to pay to renew a license that otherwise could have been renewed for free. I still don't, Just I I get still don't have one. And then it expired. Then, I don't have one either. Yeah, one. I renewed. I think I renewed my license. I had to renew my license like shortly before yep, they same. You could even get one. Yep. I did it like, three yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> like I just <laughs> did it. Jeez. Did you at least have the Tesla automatically well, drive did, you there? Or? I mean, Probably. they did just kick it down the road again. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I, that's a good point. Like, I don't know why Apple would make a car exactly. I think that. And, but I also don't really think that Apple wants to, to make me. like a screen for a car. Like that's not what Apple is going to, if Apple's going to make a thing for a thing, it's going to be its own thing, right? They're not going to like, they're not going to do any more rockers. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to be like uh car plays as far as that'll go, right? To, to Apple well, but they, control. And, and they have that whole new CarPlay initiative right. that they showed off this year. I just, I'm kind of, it's never really made sense to me because there's so many ancillary things that go into making a car that made me wonder like, 
why would you want to get into this, right? Like the maintenance is one example, right? Hey, why would you want to get out of my dreams and into my car is the question on everybody's mind. Well, I mean, is Apple going to turn all of its Apple stores into Apple stores with garages where people can like <laughs> realign your tires? Like, I don't know. That That's seems a great point. weird. Where I, on earth would Apple sell Apple cars? That's a great point. I just, I, I always found it very strange and I get the idea of it sort of as like a moonshot pie in the sky thing, but like as a real product that ships, I've just never been able to yeah. see it. I understood it when it would auto- autonomously drive to your house. I mean, right. that made sense. But. I'm all in on Apple making a plane, self-driving. <laughs> no, I, honestly, the, the, given the given the time horizon on which real successful self-driving cars exist, my hunch is that if Apple is truly in that puck is going mentality, I, I think that by the time it's really successful and mainstream, private car ownership will be minimal well this is exactly and what i, I don't think I, that's i was gonna say which is i honestly think you know here's my free advice apple shut down your your car program and subsidize like public transit basically <laughs> like right make, make a really good bus that's, there you that's go the well or just or just give that money that. to your public transit agencies <laughs> i don't know like uh, they are definitely not gonna do that but it's it's hmm. it should not be encouraging you know more car driving essentially yeah i hope and believe that listeners of this podcast enjoy when we answer questions um, from listeners, because there's a whole bunch. And I imagine even if you're not a Rebound Prime listener, that like just the conversation in this verse is good. Because I don't know, sometimes I feel guilty, but there's still a shitload of questions. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> Brian Moon says, uh, I heard that micro.blog can host podcasts. Would hosting a podcast on micro.blog be sufficiently easy for a non-nerdy person like my sister, or would she end up bugging me for support? I think you would have to help her with like the first episode, maybe two, and from then on, it would be extremely easy. That is my answer. As a person who posts a podcast on Microdot I know nothing of this Microdot I mean, I know what it is. I just never really used it. So, right. Listener Zach Knox says, how's your Mac Mini, Moltz? <laughs> well. Welcome back to the Mac Mini Chronicles, where a rotating number of hosts talk about so, the Mac Minis and how they've gone bad. Can we I hear would, the Mac Mini Dan and I please? were texting. Dan, and Dan was kind enough to kind of help me out a little bit. Did um, I help? Did I help? Provide some advice. Uh, and, um, the blind leading the blind. It, it, didn't get, it didn't get me anywhere, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he was kind enough to help, to try. Um, I thought I had solved it um, after, you know, at the end of that conversation that we had, uh, because I went into, what is it? Uh, age, like uh, launch agents. Hmm. And noticed there were a bunch of things in launch agents that, I don't even know how they got in there. One of them was like, you know, Microsoft Office, you know, the thing that checks to see about Microsoft Office is not on that Mac. I, and I never installed it on that Mac as far as I know. So and then there were and then there were a couple of printer things. Um, I I don't recall printing from that Mac, but I probably, you know, maybe and they were they are for printers that we have in the house. But I was like, I'm going to get rid of those. And And then there was like a adobe thing that would check for adobe license up you know for adobe product updates and i'm like i don't have any adobe products on this either so i got rid of all of that stuff and when i restarted after you know like four times it seemed like it was working really well and um and it and in general it does seem better but i did sit down like yesterday morning and it was not on the internet again mm-hmm. i was just like oh you gotta be kidding me i feel like that's um, a feature <laughs> so I, I i it has it's got to have something to, i still haven't like done stuff with the router yet because restarting the router is a problem in this house because we we you know my wife and i both work from home and if i restart the router then she is disconnected from the internet and you started that overnight not, that is not uh, that is not a way to um to do business yeah but i'm gonna have to do it like four times you know i mean i can't like anyway have so you I have considered not done yet. Uh, yeah. I, I got two <laughs> i can send you 
No. <laughs> so that's how my Mac Mini is. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, listen to me here. Have you ever had a moment where something you love gets co-opted by the cool hip crowd as the new cool thing and you're left <laughs> bewildered? I love Def Leppard and seeing all the TikTokers and influencers wearing Def Leppard t-shirts blows my mind. When did Def Leppard become cool again? I think the question assumes facts, not in evidence. Um, but has, <laughs> I guess actually Apple products are a thing that fits yeah, that for me. That's a good call. Oh yeah, that's true. Do you remember? I distinctly remember though. Um, I had a, I had a Batman bumper sticker on my car in like, you know, 87, <laughs> like just the round, you know, the bat signal. And then the, that Batman movie, the Michael Keaton Batman movie came out and everyone was wearing Batman t-shirts and Batman, you know, I had Batman bumper stickers. And so I was like, I peeled it off my car. It's like, <laughs> it was, it was cool before it was cool. I was just really upset when my, um, uh, my books got co-opted by the cool hip crowd and made it insanely mm, popular. Sure, it made me sad. right? Uh-huh. You know, I, yeah. I really liked those before anybody else did. Right, and everybody was walking around wearing the wearing those t-shirts. t-shirts. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think that I think are available on cottonbureau.com. <laughs> Apple is probably my most real example of this. The other way that this comes up in my life is like is Weird Al Yankovic, which is a very cyclical thing for him. Like, like he, you know, his albums are are relatively few and far between overall. Uh, especially most recently hasn't had one in like four or five years when an album comes out he really becomes very uh zeitgeisty for a little bit and i'm like well i never stopped there's, a, there's a treatment like, this, that, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie comes out and people are like whoa al is so great i'm like no he's always great he's just not always paying attention <laughs> um but I, I like when things that i like i mean you called it getting co-opted uh, here, but I like when when things I like get more popular. That's that's a good thing for yeah. those things most of the time. I was gonna, I almost I was, was tempted to trot out Star Wars in the idea that with Star Wars had ever been unpopular. But I feel like when I was growing up, there was a period between that original trilogy and like the insanity that is Star Wars today, where it was like, oh, oh yeah, sure. those movies, those were fine. But like you know, I was like reading all the books and you know playing every video mm-hmm. game that came out and everything. And now we hit that to your point, Lex, about liking when stuff gets popular and people are like, I don't know. Is there maybe too much Star Wars content now? I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> it's plenty. <laughs> don't, don't, don't stop. It's just right. It's just right. I can do a little more. I can always do a little more. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> I probably shouldn't, but I'll have some more. <laughs> um, Derek of the Edmund Fitzgerald says, I love that now the new standard is to ask 20-minute questions. Uh, was this written by an AI, <laughs> Derek? Uh, do you find that iOS apps that also run on iPad OS tend to have bugs or weird behaviors on iPad? The Discord app is the first example of this that comes to mind. Apps that are built for iPads tend to work well on it, such as Affinity, Procreate, or other art and design apps tethered to draconian subscription models. <laughs> There's a lot of opinion in this question. Um, no. <laughs> I don't tend to find that. Um, and I actually use Discord on my iPad without complaint, although maybe I'm not and a Affinity, Discord Affinity does not have a subscription model that I know of. I just bought it. I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> bought it outright. So anyway. I, um, I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, and I think fundamentally the issue is that on people test much more on the iPhone than the iPad because the iPhone, there's more of them, right? Like there's way more iPhones mm-hmm. than iPads. So I think people probably, and companies probably spend a lot more time with QA on iPhone versions of clients than iPad version of clients. That said, I mean, I, I think there's probably a bit of sort of anecdote, anecdotal stuff in here, right? Like, I'm not sure that's 100% true. But yeah, I mean, I guess if your app is designed for the iPad, it's going to be tested better on the iPad, you know, if it's an iPad yeah. first app. Probably. Doesn't shock yeah. me. 
I don't use this. I have not used Discord. That's the one place I've not used I have. Oh, yeah, I, have it on, I have it on the phone and I have it on the Mac. It's not a particularly great app on either the iPhone or the iPad. I think the iPad is also trickier because it now exists in a state where it has multiple possible interfaces, right? This is the thing that, you know, I think, John, you always pointed to when I would talk about wanting a touchscreen Mac. is like, well, designing stuff for oh, to yeah. work with a, with a pointer as well as touch is, is kind of annoying. And the answer is totally yeah. true. Like, now that you have iPad apps that can use keyboard or trackpad shortcut or touch interfaces, I definitely find some weird cases where it's like, I'm trying to do something with the cursor and it just is like, I'm like this should work, right? Like if this was a Mac, mm-hmm. like this is how I would do this. And then I just reach and like touch something and it works fine. I'm like, okay, so you have not tested really for this. Google's apps in particular on the on the iPad are a real culprit in this place. Like I use Google Sheets a lot on the iPad and it's bad. And sometimes I try to do something that I feel like I should do with the trackpad and it's just not working. And then I just reach out and touch it and it works fine. And I'm like, what's happening here? So there you go. There's, it's more complex device because there's more going on. Yeah. I There's a feature on iOS Discord that I really like that I could turn it off on my Mac and don't. But on the Mac, you've got, uh, there's a notification that shows up on, a badge that shows up on the dock icon when there's unread stuff. It doesn't appear, at least for me, on iOS. And I love that it doesn't appear on iOS. I, sh- I love it so much that I should probably turn it off on the Mac, but I don't. Uh Zach Knox wants to know how many Mastodon clients do you have on your phone? Uh, too many. I refuse to count. <laughs> I, think I don't have the toot um, one from TapBots or what do they call Ivory. it? Tusk. Ivory. Uh, no, Ivory. Yeah. Tusk is a different one. Yeah. I yeah. There's. <laughs> I think I've got four. I've got the Mastodon client, the Mastodon official client, MetaText, Toot, and Mammoth. I feel like I had another one on there too at some point, but I guess I not. have five. No, wait. Yeah. One, two, three. What, yeah, four, what are you using regularly, John? Toot. Same. Uh, I've been using Mammoth yeah. a lot, which is in, but it's in like. And I don't, beta, I'm not but, in the beta. Are you either of you? Well, oh, I guess Ivory. it's an alpha technically. Yeah. I, yeah. I did not make it in time. I didn't make it in time yeah. either. Me neither. Um, you know, I think it's a little rough. Oh, probably. Because it's an alpha. alpha. It happens. You know. So I don't feel like, it, and it doesn't, I don't think it has the notification stuff yet. I don't think it even has. Yeah, I've heard that it's not there yet. So. Man, I will so say, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I would be using it that much you, anyway. If you haven't used Mammoth, which is also in beta, but I think has an open test flight, um, it's pretty good. And the developer is like rapidly, like every day I open it and there's a new build with new stuff in it. So like mm-hmm. he is he is moving that, that forward. And I, yeah. it feels like and I, it's still got some like rough edges here and there, but like if I like the look of it, yeah, it feels nice. There's a bit of an arms. I mean, you know, there's something of an arms. Sure. Race going on, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, because um, you know, he he who controls Mastodon controls right. the world. <laughs> I um I, I you know Jason Snell had written on Six Colors about how until there's a Mac app, which I believe he called in that story and Mac app, but until there's a Mac app uh, devoted to Mastodon, it's going to be harder for him to embrace it. I've been using the web interface on my Mac using a site-specific browser, which I mentioned on Mastodon, and people keep asking me, what do you use for site-specific browsers? And the reality is, the state of apps dedicated to site-specific browsers on the Mac is not great at the moment. Um, there's uh, Coherence for Chromium, which is more updated, and then there's Fluid for Safari, which is less updated <laughs> and not great, but functional. It gets the job done. I will say, um, experiment with both. if you have Apple Silicon, Mammoth also runs on Apple Silicon on your Mac. So I've been using that a little bit too, but it definitely has more bugs to our previous point about iPad apps. It definitely has more bugs on the Mac than it has on the iPhone. Cause I think that is not, it's just, you know, it deploys and runs on Apple Silicon as an iOS app. I don't think he's done anything specific right. to make it work there. Got it. 
Uh, Skylar Blue says, if all of you had to remove one letter from your first or last name, which letter would you remove? <laughs> I, I think it's pretty easy for me. <laughs> which one? Was it the one that does not make a sound? <laughs> I think Sean's going with the H, if mm, I'm yep. reading between the lines. Uh, you said first or last. I would remove the E from my last name so I could be mourn. Star Trek reference for John. <laughs> yep, thank you. I would not remove the E from my last name. Uh, that would not work for me. Um, you consider being Lex Reedman? Uh, Lex Fredman? How about Lex Fredman? I, Fredma. Nope. Fredma. I think I might. I could ditch the A in the 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 the, the A in Friedman, right? Just be Lex Friedman. It's still Friedman. Um, it's a cop out. Yeah, I know. But I, the other thing, if I had to though, I. I I would keep the X for sure. Like, I think the X is the cornerstone of my name. So I have to decide if I want to be Lix or X. I think Freeman. you should be X Freeman. Go X Freeman. X Freeman's pretty yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, we have a pair of questions from Fallen and C. Uh, Lex, why the increase of you showing up on game shows on The Incomparable as a guest? Do you miss Inconceivable or Friendly Competition, or were you just making up for Dan being out? Um, I honestly don't know. N- none of those is the right answer. <laughs> um... <laughs> I just, I really, for a while, there's a lot of stuff on The Incomparable that I am glad it's being made, but it's not for me, right? Because I'm not in, there's some ways what The Incomparables, like especially the main flagship show's content is, is the kind of nerd that I'm sometimes not, right? Like Star Wars universe or Lord of the Rings universe is, is not really my jam, which is okay, but the game shows really are. And as I started listening to more of them, I just really like a lot of them. Uh, I pick and choose my games largely by who else is playing them. There's panelists who I get to hang out with only on podcasts, and so... <laughs> I, I I think that's the answer. I'm doing it to hang out with people who I like. That's why I miss going on game shows. I'm just starting to get back into it, like trying to get back on podcast uh, because my evenings are a little easier to schedule now. Um, I really have to do another friendly competition. I know I have to mind. do that. I'm, somebody somebody tweeted at in, the inconceivable account like the other week. Like, Same. Yeah, I, I love this. Friendly too. I miss this. Uh, I miss this show, and I, it, it was a response to my last post which was like 250 <laughs> like days yeah. ago and i was like oh, i had that boy. <laughs> well uh, maybe next year fallen and see also asks have you guys tried using the lenza app to create some ai enhanced selfies if so any interesting results this is like to say essential to our ai yeah. art conversation from earlier i did try it sorry i did try it because so many people were um it's impressive to me that so many people were when you also had to pay to yeah, use it I, that is, um, that is yeah. it's a little uncomfortable about that but i i was like so intrigued in it i did give them like the yeah. four bucks or whatever yeah i did too um i really didn't like mine and i i don't think it's like i, I don't like i don't think it looks enough like me like it just, they just didn't quite seem to capture me the way that i think of myself as looking anyway but i liked just about everybody else's who i saw <laughs> i did do it uh i posted them on instagram you can see some of the best ones on there. Um, and I thought some of them were pretty good. Uh, but it, I think also I, I wondered, Lex, if some of it was just like, it, it definitely seems like it has sort of like a fantasy and science fiction like angle to it, which also seems like maybe not not the Lex Friedman yeah, I mean, we know and love. I just like some of, I had, a, you know, it gives you like 10 or 12 or something. And some of mine like had my head cut off, which was weird. And then <laughs> they really did not. I mean, I'm looking at it again. Some of them are are better now that I'm a day or two removed from them, but some of them like really just didn't feel like they captured me quite right. I, so I my know. wife even wanted to do it afterwards, and I did. Uh, I really enjoyed the one that she sent me. One she said most of them aren't as good as yours, but the, like she had one that was really great, which I I quite enjoyed. So, um, yeah. So I I don't know. It seems it's interesting. It's like you said, so many people. Like it's it's even people who are not like in the techie realm are trying it out, which I enjoy. Yeah. 
I just texted you guys a bunch. You can enjoy those when they come through. Uh, a I pair of questions people. from Zach. Uh, would you buy? Oh man, Anime Lex is adorable. Sorry. <laughs> would you? <laughs> I really, I really like. Would these. you buy an app for ten thousand dollars? <laughs> Asked and answered, counselor. <laughs> yeah. um, no. Let's see. Uh, what is your go-to karaoke song? Now, this is a good question. <laughs> we didn't really talk much about Apple Music's announcement regarding karaoke support in the app, which I don't really exactly like. It'll have synced word-by-word lyrics. I'm not sure if it does. It also like dub out the mute out the the lead vocals. Yeah, it dubs out the vocals. Okay. It dubs out the vocals. Um, I assume somebody. I think Jason Snell suggested that this was probably a side effect of re-encoding stuff for atmos yeah. it's a lot easier to remove the vocal tracks um but yeah i don't know it's clever uh i don't think i will have a lot of use for it but it's like a fun little easter egg ish sort of feature mm, i don't know yeah i don't do a lot of karaoke um, it's been a long time god we used to, i used to, we used to hang out at a bar um that had that on just happened to be the night that they did karaoke and we were doing it for i feel a like long time. i've had this conversation uh, i'm not very good <laughs> I'm not very good, but um, I feel like I had the most success when I do Sinatra songs because <laughs> I can see it. It's so easy. My, to see it. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful world is a go-to of mine because I do a pretty good Louis Armstrong voice. <laughs> um, right. I don't know. Question, question exactly. Questionable. But this was, I mean, when's the last time I did karaoke? So like 10 years ago, that was definitely my go-to. Now I don't know if it'd be as popular. Um, uh, Bills, Bills, Bills is another one that I really enjoy doing. Um, I like to do songs that people don't expect you to sing. I think that's my vibe. I think that's what I'm going for. I, I, mm. I'd say my go-to, and it's been a long time since I've done karaoke, but uh, I think my go-to, <laughs> we didn't start the fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I know, all, I know all the lyrics already, so it's, you know. I uh, feel like if you're going to do a song like that, where it's a lot of words that happen fast, um, it's the end of the world as we know it by R.E.M. is a better one, say, because there's, there's moments yeah. everyone's, oh, like, yeah. everybody wants to shout along with Leonard I don't Bernstein. know the words of that one. <laughs> Poor Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. I uh, I also really uh, uh, carry on Wayward Son mm. by Kansas. Always a good choice. Oh, I love the Kansas version of that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, we tried. I think we tried doing um, Bohemian Rhapsody one time. Uh, it didn't go. My, well. my cousins and I at a wedding this year, like freestyle, like acapella karaoke, did in like a group. Yeah. I think several of us were very drunk. But it's yeah. pretty, I have a video of it. It's pretty great. Uh, one week by the Brandy Ladies is another one that I do. Uh, probably the only song i ever referenced that starts with the words it's been um (laughs) uh finally listener i don't know if i'm going with mahori or m hori but listener mahori says do you have a favorite holiday movie slash show aside from the star wars holiday special of course boy star wars holiday special can die in a fire (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna. I can't bring myself to watch that again. I saw I it, you it know, when I was a kid. I saw it when it aired as a kid. Did you um, hate it then? And um, I, I, I was, <laughs> I was unimpressed. <laughs> I will say that I was, I was like, I did not see okay, it until well, I was an was, adult. That was a, that was an in-universe thing that I could watch. Yeah. Um, which you know, back then it was like, oh my God, there's an in-universe thing I can watch. It, 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 uh, it but, sort of predicted the Phantom Menace by about exactly <laughs> thirty <yeah>. years. <laughs> yeah. Here's a taste of things to come. Um, but uh, to answer the question, I now I would say um, uh, Hawkeye, because uh, Hank and I rewatched... He had not seen it last year, actually. Um, I, and I'm not sure how that happened. But uh, anyway, he hadn't seen it, so we, we rewatched it together. And uh, I think it's a great Christmas story. I, I go with the classics. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, 
the original is my go-to holiday movie so. that's a good one i love it yeah i don't i i don't like um it's a wonderful life i'm i like it i i like it, it drives it's me not crazy. one that i watch a lot but i i i know didn't it well. i never saw it as a kid and i think that has a lot to do with it I haven't seen because it. <laughs> now when i see it i'm just i'm just like really? this is so dumb this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen in my oh, man life. lex not playing with lex and dan season where we just do christmas <laughs> <laughs> we already watched Die Hard. um there you go i uh I really like, and it's a little bit cliched and has its own flaws, but I really like Love Actually. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, and I guess, I, I mean, for a long time, I like Christmas Vacation. I have a hard time with Chevy Chase just knowing what an asshole he is. So, like, I'm always conflicted when I watch him in mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> I can't, look, I'm not suggesting that people weren't always assholes and, and that this is, you know, the ignorance is a <laughs> privileged position, but I do miss the days where I didn't have to worry <laughs> about whether everybody in a piece of media I'm consuming is an asshole or not. <laughs> it's just asshole so, not. it's just so stressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get, is it me? Am I the asshole? <laughs> no. No, it's no, still right, Chevy Chase. Like, okay. I do, Thank it's, God. You're, there is a bliss to the ignorance of not knowing that everybody's a dick. <laughs> so it's, it's hard. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do love Elf. Um, I haven't yet watched that new Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, Apple TV Christmas thing. Oh, Has yeah. anybody watched that? No. I might check no. it out, though. That seemed cute. Oh, and Dan and I just talked about the Guardians. Yes, and is the Guardians Christmas special go, like a parody? You may go to uh, the most recent episode of Biff to see. Uh, to but hear does us that exist as like that. a parody of the fact that Star Wars did a, a holiday special? No. No. Okay. It is not related at all to the Star Wars holiday. Not special. an illusion. Not anything. Okay. Yeah. That was nope. my read on nope. it. Nope. It's just a. It is a holiday themed forty minute thing set in the Marvel. Oh, you know, here's right. another Christmas thing that I like, although yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time. Stephen Colbert did a Christmas special a few years back and uh, it had incredible music sung and performed, written and performed by uh, Colbert himself and it was really fucking funny. So if you can find that, highly recommended. Stephen Colbert Christmas. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's the questions. Good night, everybody. 